and welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee. And I'm your host, Brett Dice. Please subscribe to Digital Coffee on all your favorite podcasting apps. Leave a five-star review if you like this podcast. If not, let me know how I can do better for you. But this week, I'm going to be talking about Activision Blizzard's employees walking out because Roe v. Wade, because let's just do it a few months later, plus demands, plus unions, and all the other fun stuff. We could talk about that. That's going to be fun. Also, I'm going to be talking about NVIDIA's 4000 series, Marvel's Spider-Man coming to the PC, that type of a thing. Battlefield 2042's Specialist Makeover, Valve Steam Deck, and Heat, and the Intel graphics card as well. It's making the rounds on the internet. Plus, my impressions or i should say the unpopular take i'm going to be taking today is overwatch is better than overwatch 2 fight me on it if you want to but that's going to be my unpopular take we're going to talk about new world and it's shrinking servers plus is the gpu market crashing is going to be the main topic we'll be talking about so get your coffee cups ready this is going to be a good one let's get on with it That's good. All right. First off is Ubisoft is canceling four games. That's right. It's not going to have four games coming out because either it just, they just weren't very good or, well, they just weren't very good. Cause I don't really know what else it is. One is going to be the splinter cell game in VR. So that was announced way back in September, 2020. And well, it is no more ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You will not be able to play another Splinter Cell game because for some odd reason, Ubisoft can't figure out how to create another Splinter Cell game, which to me is like, just look at your Assassin's Creed game, try to mirror or at least make it a little bit different from that. I mean, heck, even look at your Watch Dogs games. I mean, you have different types of games that you could kind of pull together and try to create a very interesting Splinter Cell game. But of course, you can't for some odd reason. Also, it's going to be a slew of new, of previously revealed Tom Clancy games. That means Ghost Recon Frontline is no more and X Defiant is no more. But everybody was always like, I don't really know if you you should actually be doing that as well. So we won't be getting it regardless. And the fourth one, not really quite sure. No one really knows which one it is, but it's probably going to be another type of game. But it may actually be beyond good and evil that's another one also prince of persia remake has been delayed indefinitely which is unfortunate because i really wanted to play the prince of persia remake game i like the sands of time it was a really good game but unfortunately that has been delayed indefinitely so we may not actually ever see this plus well beyond good and evil too well it was announced in 2017. We haven't really heard much about it beyond, hey, we're trying to make it. And it's like, okay, well, there you go. I mean, it's Ubisoft, so their games are very hit and miss lately. They don't seem to be working on how to create good story. And a lot of times they just add a bunch of things into almost every game they have is open world, which not every game should be open world. And I think they should be retooling to figure out 
and to give variety of what their games are. Hey, maybe you just do a smaller scripted type of a game. Maybe you do multiplayer only. Maybe Ghost Recon, maybe should be back to its roots. You can do open world on that one, but be more about basically realistic shooter instead of what you actually have now. Like there needs to be a bigger push into redefining these games so they're different because all of them kind of mesh together to be the same. It's like, eh, I really don't want that. But that's where we're at on that one so far. Okay, moving on to Activision Blizzard staffers are going to be protesting because of abortion rights. Look at, look at. First of all, there is no such thing as abortion rights in the United States. I don't care what the nine men on the Supreme Court way back in the 60s, 70s decided to say, but there has been no actual right or amendment to abortion. There is no right to this whatsoever. That's why I don't really understand People these days don't understand what rights actually mean. The reason why the Second Amendment is a right is because to own a gun, you have to be responsible for that gun, and there's consequences for not being responsible for your gun. Abortion has no such thing on that one. So in the dichotomy of rights, it, there is no right to this whatsoever. And they have said, look it, we should have not have decided this way, kick it back to the States, and you guys figure it out. But instead... It's mostly my generation. We just don't understand this stuff. We don't have any nuance to understand this. And so instead you lump it in with your unionizing and you pretend that you're a marginalized gender because everybody has to be marginalized. Everybody has to be a victim nowadays. I'm a victim of something. No, you're not. You're a victim of nothing. You're a victim of your own victim mentality. That's your victimhood. If you want to be a victim, go to another country and really understand what being a victim is. Stop it. Like, you don't have a right to this. If you want to unionize, fine. I don't, I'm not really in favor of unions because I've seen just how terrible they are and they just really aren't good for the common person. Yes, they do have a lot of bargaining rights, but in, to the certain extent that they're actually good, there is nothing good in modern unions. They're usually just shakedown types of organizations that will force people to be in unions because you have to be a part of the group because groupthink is good and you can't really stand out from the bunch because you're not part of the union. And if you're part of the union, you must be like everybody else. So I get it. I get that Activision Blizzard doesn't have the best track record of treating their employees well, but this whole thing of lumping in abortion rights with your union rights is a weird thing. It's like given to all our demands. It's like, no, this isn't a hostage situation. You're not taking somebody hostage. You're making a list of things that you want and then you come back and forth with it. That's how this works. This is probably why the Activision Blizzard doesn't make great games anymore because they're so concerned about their fictitious rights. All right, moving on to the NVIDIA RTX 4000 test or alleged test. It says that it completely smashes the 3090 in performance. And this is with basically all the nice things turned up. That means 4K and everything else. And it basically means that with this, with the 4K, which is on ultra settings and the DLSS, it reached 160 plus frame rates per second. And you want, you gotta, you gotta give an applause for that one. I mean, 
that's pretty good. I mean, Control is a really hard game to actually get consistent frame rates or high frame rates on. So that's actually pretty good if it actually is what they say. There's no, nothing is out yet. We don't really know what's going on with this beyond that it could be delayed because there is a plethora of graphics cards out because of the crypto market complete crash. It's one of those things where you have to be careful on what is going to be true or not. Could it be true? More than likely, it's going to have a performance boost from the previous generation that always happens. The real question is how much of a performance boost. Now, they're claiming that it's about 2.2% or a little over double, sorry, a little over double the gain. 2.2 is a little over double the gain of the previous generation. Now, if it's true, that's actually quite significant. And everybody else would be like, mm, maybe my 30 series isn't really great anymore. Would I still keep mine? Yes, I'll keep mine for two or three years. And I, what I usually do is get a new one, but I don't really get one every new generation just because that's a lot of money being spent. But teach his own. But for the time being, this actually looks pretty interesting and it looks like this could be good for not only just gaming, but also content creation and making sure that you can actually hopefully render 4K video a lot quicker than right now. Now, moving on to Marvel Spider-Man for PC. This is finally coming out. It was on the PlayStation. It is a very fun game on the PlayStation and it's the remastered version, meaning it's not the original character design. Spider-Man does look different from the original from PlayStation 4 to now. So there is some difference. This is going to have DLSS ray tracing on it for the PC, also enhanced shadows, everything you can see it. But the great thing is, is that it's a very modest system that actually requires it to play. So it's the Intel Core i3-4160 and an NVIDIA G GeForce GTX 950 to run it at 70, 720p at 30 frames per second, which is actually pretty respectable. Now, if you do have more of the higher end stuff, like what I have the 3090, you're gonna be able to run it for a lot better and max it out on that one as well. Now, here's the thing. There's no word if this is going to be on the Steam Deck and that's a bigger issue to me because I think this would work great on the Steam Deck. Now, God of War and a few of the other PlayStation games, I'm not, not sure of all of them, can run on the Steam Deck, so I'm pretty sure it may come out eventually, but right now there is no official word if it is going to be able to run on the Steam Deck yet, but my feeling is, is that you'll be able to actually do it. All right, moving on to Battlefield 2042's Specialist, and there has been around the net, there is some pictures about the revised look of the specialists, they look a little bit quote unquote more gritty than before, and it does look a little bit more gritty, a little bit more grounded to what it's supposed to be when we first were pitched this game. Now, a lot of people were not happy about the character models because it didn't look like it was gritty, it just kind of looked like it was making fun of its own very gritty environment. And so, this does change it for the better, I think, but it's, it's minor changes. So it's not going to be that big of a change, but minor changes do help with the feel of the game. And I do think as time goes along, Battlefield 2042 will be looked at at a more positive light than it is right now, but we still got to wait for the map redesigns for all the 
vanilla maps that have been out also with new maps. Hopefully we get into some more new maps coming in the recent or more months throughout the year or a couple years, depending on how much EA actually wants to support it. They are not the best ones to support their games. Ubisoft for all of its weird ways of making games, they still support them a lot better than EA does. It's just the truth. And uh, new news from uh, the Steam Deck from Valve. It looks like, well, it doesn't run really great in heat. So there is an ambient temperature that you play it at. It's 0 to 35 Celsius. And it can run up to 100 Celsius. It will still run well at that. But once it gets above that, it will start to throttle it. So at about 105, so you have about a 5 temperature, well, cadence between it running still well but a little bit worse performance and 105 it will completely shut off it will not work because it is to protect you the customer and the hardware itself so if you're out in the hot heat of arizona texas or any place that is more arid don't don't go out there with a steam deck because it will not run or will run for a little bit and then shut down pretty quickly so you have been warned all right, moving on to the CHIPS Act, which is basically a way for Congress to get manufacturers, especially in the tech industry, to build fabs or factories that build microchips because we've had such a backlog or even a shortage of chips. This is a good way of it to help out that industry and to protect that core industry in general because it is very important on that one. So. Here is the thing, NVIDIA and AMD really won't get much out of this because they don't actually make anything. They design all their chips and their GPUs, but they do not actually make, physically make the hardware for it. They just design it for it. It's usually TSMC that actually makes it for NVIDIA and AMD. Now, a couple of years ago, Trump, the former President Trump did get TSMC to agree to build a fab factory in Arizona. I think it is, but I haven't heard much about it beyond that. So this is basically the way of helping this industry be a little bit more robust. It also helps the United States in making sure that we aren't reliant on China for this stuff, because that's the worst part about this pandemic is that everybody was reliant on China. And when China shut down, nobody got the stuff that they actually needed. Moving on to Doom 3, and Doom 3 actually has an HD pack that basically remasters basically all the textures within the game. So if you have been really wanting to play Doom 3 again, again, this is probably the best time to do it. It does help give an uplift for the game. I mean, the game is pretty old, but at the time it was probably one of the most graphically pretty game at the time. Now when you play it, no, not at all. No, <laughs> it looks pretty ugly, but still an interesting game in the Doom lineup. It it was more of a horror game with shooter as well. So it was a shooter horror game than what the this line of Doom games are because the this line of Doom games is not really much horror. It's very action. It's, it's all action. Just action, first-person shooter. It's not really horror at all. You're not really going to be like, have a flashlight going down corridors like doom three was doom three was very tight corridors. It was a different feel to what doom could be. And it was interesting. The story was very interesting. So 
at the time it was fun, but for some, these new Doom games, well, the latest Doom games is a lot better. All right, moving on to the Intel Arc A770. And this game has been tested by Linus Tech Tips or kind of sort of tested. They kind of gave, it seemed like a little more of a teaser than anything else. But supposedly this is going to be on par with the 3070 that's out right now. So it could be a good powerhouse budget or mid-range GPU. But the problem is that it's very heavily dependent on the DirectX 12 APIs or even the DirectX 11 APIs instead of anything else. So that is a little bit of an issue that I think it is because if you're really that graphically dependent on it, that you actually have to use those two APIs or especially the DirectX 12 API. There was a test between Tomb Raider with 11 and 12, and there was like double the performance between DirectX 11 to DirectX 12. So that seems interesting. I I was hoping for a little bit more boot. Uh, bigger to performance to rival the 3080 because that's mostly the enthusiastic card the 3090 which i got because at the time i got it, it was the easiest card to actually purchase even though it cost quite a bit but it's going to be interesting to see how well once this all comes out how well these will perform and if it can keep on par with the new graphics cards coming out from amd and nvidia because that's going to be the biggest question mark right now can it still compete when new graphics cards come out or will it be left by the wayside all right my unpopular take for today is why overwatch is better than overwatch 2 now i know a lot of pros a lot of influencers love overwatch 2 they're like it's so much better blah blah blah. no it's really not it's actually far worse than what actually overwatch is i get it double shield is awful but here's the thing, Overwatch 2 is less really strategic and more about wall hugging. And I mean, like really cowering behind just different obstacles than it is about strategy, positioning, anything else. There is some positioning in there, but it doesn't feel like it's a lot of positioning on there. It feels like it's more of a brawler type game and it feels very Call of Duty deathmatch type game with, with an objective for the most part. It doesn't seem like what they try to do was really quite hit it. And I get people just don't like double shield. That's the only thing people really are saying double shield, double shield, double shield. Well, here's the thing. They could have still kept six V six and done all the changes they've done in overwatch two. and still kept six V six. The reason being is because now instead of having three people with shields, they have two people with shields. Then what you could have done is kind of a little bit or make a rule based in saying that you could only have one shield tank per team. What that would do was that one tank, one tank could only choose between Sigma or Reinhardt and then every, all the other tanks don't have shields at all. So it doesn't really matter. So here's that type of a thing. Plus with that we still could have kept the the feel of it the kind of the synergy between the two tanks and making sure the two tanks worked with each other because it just feels like i'm missing my right hand when i play overwatch 2 if i play tank because if my dps aren't really pulling more of their weight because unfortunately 
as tanks in Overwatch, you set the tone and you still set the tone to a certain extent on Overwatch too, but you really set the tone with the two tanks to kind of drive the space, try to create the space for the DPS to make their incredible plays. Now, without that, you're kind of like people will focus down on with a one tank, which was always my concern is that one tank means one to focus on two tanks mean you have to split your focus and it's a lot harder to do it. Like I said, it's a little bit more nuanced and harder to do it. And overwatch is very simplistic. It is complete simplicity of the game and it's the antithesis of what the game was actually supposed to be, which is more Moab than anything else. I get it that they're now trying to make it more like that, but I mean, people complain about the shields, but now we're just going to get like these weird added effects, like, like the new Moira effect, like the sleep effect or the, I say the biotic nade effect, which is anti-healing. We're going to, we have Junker queen, which is anti-healing. So you're not, and then we have discord, which is completely overpowered. And then you need to really look at that, but we're going to have all these effects now that double shield will not seem like it's a big deal. Like I said, mark my words, people will look back on overwatch and be like, it actually was a really good special game at the time. Instead of the, bitching we get from the pros and the influencers because it always seems like it's them that are like no it's worse off i'm like eh, yeah i could learn some few tips on from you guys but beyond that yeah you're wrong all right and we got no man's sky update and this basically allows you to build massive ships to command you also can build basically gardens or like ways to actually do food from your frigate. You can also go inside outside of it. There is also more asteroids. The density of asteroids is a lot more. There is just a ton of new stuff coming from this. And you can play it on steam deck by the way, which is the perfect game to play on it as well. But there's just a lot more to do a lot more to see. And you can have more than one capital ship and command those, which is actually even better. It is just insane, just the amount of stuff that has been basically released since the beginning of No Man's Sky. Everybody hated that, and now everybody loves this game. This is like the quintessential, basically, way of, if you screw up your game, do this, instead of what EA does, and be like, well, we screwed up our game, okay, we're not really going to do much, we're just going to leave it dead, and then nobody will play it, and then it will just go in the wayside. This is how and publishers, please take note how you fix a game when it has problems. Now I know CD project red is trying to fix cyberpunk 2077 and I hope they actually do fix it to be perfectly clear. I really hope they fix it, but this is how you do it. Now they did bury their head for about six months and try to fix the game. So that is one and the communication wasn't great, but still they dug their head. They put their head down, dug deep, and fixed it. Now we have this great game has so much to do base building mechs, you know, outlaws, aliens, you can build bases. You could have frigates. You can basically live in space. Now it's, it's a space civilization. Now space sim it is a space sim that did not take as long to make as well. The other one that's still in alpha alpha ish. It's one of those alphas. It's a Roberts one. I don't, I don't remember the name. I don't know why I don't remember the name, 
Star Citizen. That's what it is. Star Citizen is trying to do that, but it's been in alpha for how long now? Quite a bit. All right, moving on to New World is, well, it's getting server mergers. Now, it has been updating steadily, and it is an interesting game for an MMO, but here's the problem, is that no one's really playing anymore. Usually when their server merges, it's because that the population has dipped. And when you do that, you merge it so it feels like each server actually has a full population instead of just a desolate wasteland. So they are going to be doing this. It's a new update. They did do a new update for the PBV updates, which is find a group and other types of things with that one. But for those still playing it in the West, you have, will have two servers. In the East, you will still have four servers. And then you will also, from Australia, have one server. South America will have one server. EU Central will have six servers as well. So just look at the status update page and see if you might have to migrate over to a server if you haven't played in a while, like me. All right, moving on to GPUs and why they're getting cheaper, or as many have tried to call it, maybe the GPU crash. I mean, we have been told that the gaming industry is going to go into a recession and this probably might actually be one that actually helps it go into recession, at least from the hardware side of things. Here's the reason. Crypto has crashed pretty hard. It's, they're not doing well for the most part. It is hemorrhaging just value in itself, mainly because of a few things. One, because China kind of basically outlawed mining. I think Russia did similar things to either, either stop it or just to do it. So, with that being said, all these miners that were doing it from these countries were like, well, I don't need these GPUs anymore, so I'm going to go sell these off. And then we have, and that was before the crash, then we had the crash where it was not even really worth mining anymore because it was more expensive to mine than it is to actually get anything out of it. So that was the other issue with it here. So what we have is that we have new supply of GPUs coming in because of all the backlog that happened for the past two years. Then we also have a slew of people, usually crypto miners, pushing their GPUs and trying to sell them off, probably for a big steep discount. And we have all the scalpers that have been scalping for the two plus years and inflating the cost of GPUs. So you have this terribly good perfect storm for the buyer, not the seller this time, where the buyer can pick and choose what it wants to do. Plus you're going to have companies slashing prices to actually get the product moving because you can't just have your product stay on shelves for several months. So you have that as well. Plus with the advent of the new GPUs coming out, that means the RDNA 3 and also the NVIDIA 4000 series. It's a perfect storm of, oh my God, this is going to be pretty bad. And it could make the crash. It's going to lower output or even the trajectory of companies' profits. Reason being is because inflation has really hurt everybody in general. No one really has that much to that much money to purchase these types of, and I call them luxury item items, meaning that you don't have to get the latest and greatest, but you can. But unless you're using graphical work for video editing or anything that I'm doing it's not really your priority. Your priority is gas, food, anything else that you actually really need. So 
it's one of those things where there's going to be pain and there's going to be pain for, for a bit, but eventually things will level out and it could be the delay of a lot of the new GPUs just because there's so much stock in the current GPUs right now that there's no point in trying to come out with a new product when you have a backlog of old products that you need to be sold. Now there could be a way of doing this where you just really sell it at a huge discount. And this is probably what they're going to be doing it is selling at a huge discount and launch your new products, steeply cut your old ones that you have too much inventory on and then try to like blow it out so you can get the new product in, which would be good for once again, the buyer. This is really a buyer's market right now. It has switched from two years on of a seller's market where the scalpers had basically all the power in this one to now it's basically the buyers being like, I don't want to spend this much money. I can go find it cheaper somewhere else. And that's going to be your biggest thing now is not trying to find if there's any GPUs, but trying to find the right place that gives you the best price for the GPUs. So has it crashed to to an extent where the seller market for the GPUs has crashed. Now this is a I call this more of a micro crash because it's kind of a blimp right now because everything's it it's been it's been a weird two years. Let's just say that. And so everything's been in turmoil for quite a while. And this is kind of like the turmoil shifting to where People can say like, you know, I can't afford this unless you bring it down the price. I'm not going to spend it on this. And the sellers are going to be like, all right, we have to figure out a way to make this attractive for people to buy it. And the only really way to do it is steep is discounts, maybe some other free stuff with it. Games are always a big thing as well. Getting some free games if you buy the graphics card. So they'll probably be doing a lot of those promotions, which they've done for quite a while, but are we seeing a crash? I would say a micro crash. This is just a crash of just overabundance of stock now. And everybody that wanted to get it already has their GPU. If they're not using it for the crypto market, if they're using a crypto market. They're trying to sell as quickly as possible because no one's really mining anymore. But that is the end of digital coffee. And thank you for listening to digital coffee. As always, please subscribe to Digital Coffee on all your favorite podcasting hosting sites. Leave a five-star review if you like this podcast. If not, let me know how I can do better for you. And join me next week as I talk about what's going on in the PC gaming industry. All right, guys, stay safe. Get to, if you need a GPU, it's the best time to buy right now and find those great discounts. Play the games you want to play, and I'll see you next week. Later.